Welcome to episode seven of the Whimsical Rant, the world's fastest paced podcast. It's the ultimate podcast for people with short attention spans. It's May 2022 and it's our election special. If the LNP managed to once again defy the polls and win the election, the content of this episode may not age well. But one thing we can guarantee is that it's very entertaining if we do say so ourselves. I'm David Hammer Time Hamley and here's my sidekick, David KB K Smith. Thanks, Hammer Time. So what have we been up to since the last podcast? I'm glad I asked me that question. Hammer Time has, of course, been very busy in Melbourne, performing in shows, checking out the comedy festival, watching St Kilda and going to concerts. I've also been very busy up in Brisbane, sleeping in most days and going out for a daily coffee. Up in Brisbane, we've had the floods and the pandemic. I'm just waiting on the pestilence. <laughs> And there have been a few flights between Melbourne and Brisbane. I call it my reenactment of planes, trains and automobiles and sky buses. <laughs> there are multiple musical interludes in this episode, featuring as always David T-Bone Barnett on guitar. They include an ABBA parody about ScoMo and a song dedicated to the two dreaded seas at United Australia Party. Clive and Craig. Anyway, sit back, relax, and let us entertain you. Let the rant begin. Let's open this episode with the sports report. And it's a special feature on great sporting misadventures of Australian Prime Ministers, starting with little Johnny Howard. By his own admission, Johnny is a cricket tragic. So when he had the opportunity to roll his arm over in Pakistan in 2005, he jumped at the chance. He bowled three deliveries, two landed just in front of his own feet, one of which he surprisingly celebrated. And the other missed the pitch altogether. Bow, bow. However, when he was batting, he did manage to keep out a couple of deliveries from a 10-year-old boy. And there was another former PM who fancied himself with the willow, Bob Hawke. Way back in 84, Hawkey was playing in a match with the press gallery in Canberra. He made a quick-fire 28 before he tried to pull a short one and was hit in the face. His glasses were broken, and the next day he said, I'll tell you what, any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up today is a bum. Time, actually, I think Bob said that after the America's Cup win in 83. And that's a pretty dodgy Bob Hawke impersonation. You're right, of course, KB, on both counts. I just wanted to recreate the moment when the nation stopped to celebrate a group of extremely wealthy people winning a yacht race, one of whom ended up in jail. You are under arrest. But now let's get back to our great sporting misadventures and our current PM, Slow-Mo. We all know that he loves his stage photo opportunities. Recently, he decided to shoot some hoops with a group of kids at a basketball stadium. What could possibly go wrong? There's a basketball scone. Shoot, shoot the basketball scone. Here's the camera scone. Look, dorky. There's a basketball scone. Watch out for basketball scone. Incoming basketball scone. Knocking glasses off your nose. 
Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Scott Jordan Morrison. <laughs> Ring the siren, KB. Uh... Now let's talk international diplomacy. The recently announced security arrangement between China and the Solomon Islands has the coalition government up in arms. <laughs> And you don't mean the arms that hang by our side, do you, Hammer Time? Okay, B. I am, of course, referring to weapons and armaments, the drugs of choice of Peter Dutton. Recently, the Minister for Home Affairs, Karen Andrews, or KA, as she is never affectionately known, implied that the timing of the announcement of the pact during the election campaign amounted to political interference from Beijing. Hmm, the LNP sure love a good conspiracy theory. They've been trying to link the Labor opposition to Beijing for quite a while. Back in February, Peter Dutton claimed that the Chinese Communist Party had picked Albo as their candidate in the coming election. And who can forget when Slomo, under parliamentary privilege, claimed that Labor Deputy Leader Richard Miles was a Manchurian candidate. Just like most of the statements that come out of Scomo's mouth, this phrase comes from fiction. It was actually the title of a book published in 1959, and it means a puppet acting on behalf of a foreign enemy, whereas ScoMo is a muppet who acts on behalf of himself. And now for the final word on Beijing, here is the always calm and reasonable Minister for Defence. War. What is it good for? A dirty, great, big, scare campaign. War. Mm. What is it good for? Might just get us re-elected. War. Mm. Good God. Prepare for war. Written and authorised by Peter, Mr Potato Head, Dutton, for the Liberal National Fearmongering Party. At this point, I must extend a heartfelt apology to anybody who was offended by the association of Peter Dutton with the lovable children's TV favourite, Mr Potato Head, especially his good friends, Oscar the Orange, Katie the Carrot and Cookie Cucumber. They've been delighting kids since the 1950s and deserve more respect. However, someone who doesn't deserve more respect is a man who's given pleasure to a large number of undiscerning bogans for many years. Today, co-host Carl Stuffed Shirt Anovic. Back in February, in a rare sober moment, Carl conducted one of his typically hard-hitting interviews on 60 Minutes with Jenny Morrison, who was backed by husband Scott on ukulele. He performed a somewhat underwhelming version of April Sun in Cuba with reasonable ukulele playing, but appalling singing. The only lyrics he could remember were, Take me to the April Sun in Cuba, oh, which he sang twice. Fortunately, I can remember the lyrics he forgot. Take me to
memories. On the same day ScoMo was shamed into coming back to Australia, his QAnon buddy arrived at the resort where they'd been staying. ScoMo apparently had no idea that his extreme right-wing conspiracy theory friend was coming over. What a coincidence. And when he arrived back, ScoMo made his iconic statement, I don't hold a hose, mate, but I can tell you someone who does, former Liberal Prime Minister Tony Abbott. While ScoMo was basking in the sun in Hawaii, Tony was fighting raging bushfires south of Sydney. In 2020, Tony was awarded an Order of Australia for services to the community. If ScoMo was ever given an Order of Australia, it would be for services to himself. There was a time when Tony Abbott was a compelling candidate for being crowned the worst Australian PM since World War II. But now ScoMo is well and truly the clubhouse leader by a considerable margin. Four! And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for a fairy tale. Once upon a time, an Australian scientist conducted an experiment to see what would happen if we scraped the bottom of the gene pool. The result was UAP. That's the United Australia Party, led by two degenerates of the highest order, Clive Palmer and Craig Kelly. In a recent urgent message from Craig Kelly that appeared in my letterbox, he made the interesting claim that if elected, the UAP will introduce a maximum interest rate of 3% per annum for all home loans fixed for five years. KB, I think it's time for a UAP fact check. Is this fixed interest rate possible? No, Hamatome. They haven't taken into account inflation, demand for housing, Reserve Bank monetary policy, or the fact that both he and Clive have no substance whatsoever. Oh, you really know your economic theory, KB, and you're an excellent judge of character. Impressive stuff. Anyway, the UAP are running candidates in every electorate at the upcoming federal election. Most of them are anti-vax campaigners. And one of them is also an Elvis impersonator, Dean Vegas. Viva Dean Vegas. Viva Dean Vegas. Viva, viva Dean Vegas. But I digress. Anyone who is still hesitant about getting vaccinated should ignore UAP and listen to this song. Because if you want to have the jab, you come and get it. If you want to have the jab, come and get it. Make your mind up fast. If you want it anytime, you can get it. But you better hurry, cause you may not last. If I hear you say that there must be a cash, just like Craig and Clive, you are a fool and a dummy. If you want it, stuff you ain't be, come and get it, and you'll no longer be a great outcast. You'll no longer be a great outcast. You'll no longer be a great outcast. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Hammer Time and David T-Bone Barnett. Oh, there's nothing better than a self-indulgent round of applause, and there's nothing worse than the Morrison government. On the tragic day that the LNP won the federal election back in May 2019, ScoMo exclaimed, how great's Australia? If you read between the lines, what he was really saying was, how great's backstabbing? How great's bullying? 
and head race line. With that in mind, with the election only days away, we're going to leave you with what we hope is going to be the final musical tribute to Scott Morrison, Prime Minister. It's a reworking of the ABBA classic Dancing Queen, and it once again features my good friend, David T-Bone Barnett on guitar. It's called The Great Has Been. you enjoyed the seventh episode of the whimsical rant we look forward to your listening company again for episode eight p.s please subscribe so we can feel the love baby